Welcome to Dogs vs. All Y'all, a weekly college football podcast where we discuss not only my favorite team, the Georgia Bulldogs, but we talk all things college football, hence all y'all. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and look us up on Instagram at Suplex Dinner Club and Go Dogs. Yo, what's happening, y'all? Welcome back to another episode. Got a few things to discuss, and I'm glad that you're with me. Number one, we're going to talk about the newest bandwagon fan of Dog Nation. We're going to preview the Georgia Vanderbilt matchup. And, of course, we got to talk about the must-see game of the weekend, featuring two nice offenses with two high-caliber quarterbacks. So let's get it. I'm a Wildcat fan, to be honest, man. And we got to go dogs. And, and, and I'm, and I'm a Wildcat basketball fan, and I'm a Crimson Tide fan, but, you know, go dogs for you. But. Drake? <laughs> Drake? The nigga that got body by Pusha T? The nigga that's hiding his kid from the world, but his world wanna hide from the kid? Arby Graham in a wheelchair? Drake? Yes! Y'all niggas better stop playing with me. <laughs> really? Really, Drake? So I'm on the internet today. Just casually checking things out. And I see Aubrey Graham, Wheelchair Jimmy, The Six God, Champagne Poppy, Drake, wearing the Georgia red and black. Who knows who gave him that jacket? That's my first question. But we see we see him wearing it. And I start to think about the dreaded Drake curse. Now, if you're new to this, Drake is has been notoriously, notoriously uh, criticized for being a bandwagon fan. He's been stated as being a Kentucky Wildcats fan, the Crimson Tide of Alabama, Texas A&M. People remember his relationship with Johnny Manziel. Now we're seeing him in the red and black of the dogs. Normally... These teams that Drake finds himself connected to, they wind up falling short of the glory. And obviously, as a Georgia fan, I don't want to see that. I want to see a three-peat. So you ask me, do I believe in the Drake curse? No, (laughs) I don't. In fact, I'm going to say, hey, Drake, welcome to Dog Nation. Learn the chance know who our rivals are, and talk as much trash as possible. Because all are welcome on the Georgia bandwagon. When it's said and done, Georgia has six more games, and I don't see a loss on any of those. Georgia is the best team in the SEC East. I still see question marks there in Gainesville, Florida. I'm still seeing question marks there in Knoxville, Tennessee. Georgia goes undefeated in the regular season. Now it's on to the SEC championship. Let's look over to the SEC West. My guys in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, they got momentum. They definitely got momentum. So shout out to them. But we got questions about y'all. You still got to play a couple more teams to lock up a spot to go to Atlanta. I'm going to be as unbiased as possible. And I know people are going to be like, well, whatever. But Georgia's more talented than all of the teams in the SEC West. Can they get got? Absolutely. Are there teams that feature certain things that cause a level of concern for me as a football fan? Absolutely. But I still think that Georgia is more talented than those guys. 
And I haven't seen too many examples recently of Kirby just being outcoached. So Drake, Aubrey, Six God, Champagne Poppy, whatever you want me to call you. Welcome to Dog Nation. Get your son some merch and be ready to cheer when we get that third national championship. Because remember, three and three equals six, 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 If you haven't already, look us up on socials at Suplex Dinner Club. That's the home of two podcast projects that I work on. Mondays, Fridays, we talk college football on dogs versus all y'all. We don't just talk about Georgia football. We talk about all things college football. Hence, all y'all. And on Wednesdays, you know the vibes. Life and Times Pod, which is short for the Life and Times of a Restaurant Lifer Podcast, where I have conversations with some cool and interesting people that I've met through my years in the hospitality industry. Let me know down below what team are you representing. The Suplex Dinner Club family is growing, and I want to know more about you guys. At high noon, you got the Georgia Bulldogs traveling up north to Nashville, Tennessee to face the Vanderbilt Commodores. First and foremost, I want to say the Vanderbilt program has seen some growth under uh, Coach Clark Lee. You could tell that he's committed to the program. He's a really solid guy, defensive mind. And you could tell those players like playing for him. So it was a terrific move when they added him. He's brought in the right players. He has guys locked in and competing. So instead of them just being the resident doormat of the SEC East, now they're a more competitive doormat. <laughs> I like their quarterback, A.J. Swan. He's a Georgia boy. Throws ball everywhere. Their running game is pretty whack, I will say. But I love their wide receivers. And we've really yet to see a complete game from that offense. Will Saturday be any different? Vanderbilt has the unfortunate timing of facing a Georgia team that's finding themselves. True, they were averaging 40-ish points a game, but nothing to the degree that we've seen the past two weeks in productivity. Scoring 51 points against a talented Kentucky team and taking care of business against Auburn the week before. Mike Bobo, Carson Beck, they're working. And I know the initial response from Georgia fans was complaints, questions, and all of that good stuff, which which is fine. But like I told y'all, trust the process. Let those guys get comfortable, and you're seeing them get confident. Carson's doing a great job of distributing the ball. He's been doing that all season, by the way. Now those deep shots that at the beginning of the season he was missing, he's making those passes. So this makes our offense that much more dangerous. Add the fact that our running backs look the most healthy they've looked all season. This spells trouble for Vanderbilt. The ultimate question isn't, is Vanderbilt going to beat Georgia? That's not happening. That's not happening this year. I can assure you all that. The question is, is Vanderbilt going to score a touchdown against Georgia? Here's an interesting stat. In the past three matchups, Georgia-Vanderbilt, Georgia has scored a total of 147 points. Vanderbilt has scored a total of zero in three seasons. That's crazy. So the question isn't, can Vanderbilt beat Georgia? That's not happening. That's not possible. Trust me. The question is, will Vanderbilt score a touchdown? And I'll tell you, A.J. Swan's going to make some plays. 
He's going to definitely take some shots. Some YOLO balls will definitely be in the air. Speaking of Georgia's newest bandwagon fan. <laughs> but the final score is going to be Georgia 48, Vanderbilt 13. The second half of the season is turning up and the Georgia Bulldogs are leveling up. And they're becoming a very scary option for the rest of college football. That's going to be on display at noon. All right, the must-see game of the weekend. You got the USC Trojans traveling to South Bend, Indiana to fight the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. It's a matchup of two of the best quarterbacks in the nation. You got the defending Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams. And on the other side, you got Sam Hartman. He started the season off hot. We were talking, hey, maybe he's a Heisman candidate, but his team is taking a couple steps back. Losses against Ohio State and a surprise upset from a well-prepared Louisville team. Both offenses can score from everywhere. Despite their first half sluggish start against Arizona, USC's offense is high octane, all gas, no breaks. They can throw it everywhere. They can run the ball, which is very surprising how talented that backfield is. Probably not getting enough attention, but they're scoring points. At a high level, they make it look easy, man. It's crazy. Notre Dame's offense on the other end, they're scoring points too, but they're a little bit more of a grind it out, let's run the ball, ball possession, and depend on Sam Hartman to make the throws that he should be making. Both options work. Both options are winning football. I have questions about USC's defense still. I'm not going to lie. They have talent, but I haven't seen them take a hold of a game and on the other side Notre Dame's talented defense they come in prepared they take care of business but last week kind of shook me up the x factor in this game is the confidence of Caleb Williams Sam Hartman the last time we saw both of these guys they had challenging starts to their game the only difference is Caleb was able to do his thing lead his team through overtime to beat Arizona Sam, on the other end, he took another loss. So you kind of question, hey, where, where's, what's the mindset of the Irish? Are they packing it in? I'm sure Sam Hartman isn't. Everything that I've seen of him wouldn't suggest that. But what about his teammates? I think Notre Dame does approach this game. Let's intentionally show up to punch him in the mouth, possess the ball, keep Caleb in that offense off the field, and try to slow things down a bit. But I think Caleb shows up, ready to rock and roll, show out on a primetime game, and he's going to be the difference of this game. So in a close, spectacular game, USC 37, Notre Dame 31. I'm really surprised that Notre Dame's listed favorite at two and a half points, but rock and roll, USC with the upset. All right, y'all. Thanks again for checking us out today. I really appreciate you spending a little time with me so I could talk about the sport that I love, college football, even though I'm not going to be able to watch it this weekend because it's my wedding anniversary. And instead of watching football, I'm going to be hanging out with my lovely wife. So shout out to her. Baby, I love you. Happy anniversary. Folks, y'all enjoy these games. You got some great matchups. Of course, Washington, Oregon. That may decide a Heisman. Pac-12. Standings, obviously, Notre Dame-USC, classic rivalry. It's my must-see game of the weekend. 
You got Auburn LSU. That's a funny, that's a little funny, tricky, tricky game based on what LSU's been serving up lately. But you guys enjoy the games. Take care of each other. I'll see you on Monday when we update the hunting season 12. And as always, go dogs. Who the fuck we are? I believe in you. Let's go. Hey,